0: Good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Nessa R. And I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Toronto, Canada. Today is Friday, May 17, 2021. And we have an awesome meeting for you today. We are reading from the big book and we are starting a new chapter, chapter five, how it works on page 58. And we are reading the first paragraph that starts with rarely have we seen a person fail. Um, Our readers today are the 12 Steps, Vanita L. The 12 Traditions, Miss H. The Text, Megan P. and Tenzin P. Um, Newcomer greeter is Jason K. And the host for the second hour is Mo H. The reference numbers for yesterday, Thursday, May 16, 2021, are for the 7 a.m. meeting 16936, for the 10 a.m. meeting 16937. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively, there are no dues or fees from members. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. And I will ask Vanita L. to please read the 12 steps. Good morning, Vanita
1: Benita L. recovered compulsive overeater from Georgia. We admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood our higher power, praying only knowledge for God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our
0: affairs. Thank you, Vanita L. And Denise H. will now read the 12 traditions. Welcome, Denise.
2: Hi, good morning. This is Denise H. in South Carolina with the 12 traditions of Alcoholics Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon AA unity. Two, for our group purpose there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for AA membership is a desire to stop drinking. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or AA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the alcoholic who still suffers. Six, an AA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the AA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every AA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Alcoholics Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, AA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Alcoholics Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the AA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and film. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personality.
0: Pass. Thank you, Denise. How our meeting works. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speaker should be muted. Muted. Today we are starting a brand new chapter, Chapter 5, How It Works in the Big Book, uh, page 58. We're reading the first paragraph only that starts with, Rarely have we seen a person fail. And Megan P., can you please uh, get us going?
3: Yes, good morning. This is Megan P. in North Carolina, recovered today by God's grace. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program, usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average there are those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest so as I was looking at this paragraph this morning I picked up on the word honesty and really this paragraph gives me a lot of hope all I have to do is be honest and my chances of recovery are really good. And when I first came in here, I thought, oh, that's easy. That'll be easy. I'm an honest person. And after some time and not getting this program and struggling and talking to a lot of people, at some point I became convinced that I was constitutionally incapable of being honest with myself. And in truth, for a time, I actually was. Because I didn't realize in my illness that I wasn't able to be honest with myself. I wasn't able to really look at myself, my defects of character, my faults, my pride, and let those things go, turn those things over to completely follow this program. And working with a sponsor, working with several sponsors, and going through these steps chipped away at that dishonesty which was really just my ego trying to protect itself and over time chipping away working doing the work taking the appropriate actions um, praying completely giving myself myself to the simple program over time i was able to become honest enough that i was able to start recovering and that's what this paragraph tells me is that recovery is possible by taking one step at a time, being honest, being open, working with someone and praying. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Megan.
0: Okay, um, we, value, we value everyone's experience, so if you share the Wednesday or Thursday, we kindly ask that you let others have a turn today. Uh, who would like to share? Pedro hey, Rick J. Mati.
4: Yes, yeah. Linda J.
0: Vanessa N. Loretta A. One second, I think I heard Rick J. I heard Ma- Mati. Yes. Pedro B. Okay, uh, Pedro. Therese, Teresa, did I hear Teresa? Vanessa N. Loretta H. Karen K. Larry K. One second, somebody before Larry. Be between Larry and Loretta. There was a a, a woman. Did
5: you get Vanessa N?
0: In? Yeah, I have Vanessa N. On after K. Karen K. Karen? Okay, I still don't have the person who uh, called her name before Larry. Karen K. Oh, that was you, Karen? Okay, great. Uh, all right, so you know what? Let's go with this crowd. I know it's going to be a busy morning. I'll tell you who I have. I missed a lot of initials of last names, but you'll give them to me when um, I call on you. Rick J., Maddie, Pedro, Vanessa N., Loretta, I think maybe might be J., Karen K., and Larry K. So let's go with that group. So Rick J. followed by Maddie. Good morning, Rick.
6: Uh, good morning, Nessa. Um, my name is Rick J. I'm a compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. I'm uh, recovered but not cured, as my dear friend says. Um, this uh, this thoroughly, you know, thoroughly, completely, um, you know, rigorous honesty, you know, this is the, the stuff I, I wasn't doing. I wasn't being thorough, I wasn't being complete. I I could not. There was a part of me that was resisting doing everything I was told, reading all the instructions, taking all the actions, because I felt like deep down inside I already knew enough about a 12-step program to get recovery and over the years anonymous. And um, I kept relapsing. For two decades I kept relapsing. You know, and how much of of that uh, am I going to take? I finally got to a point where I was beaten down so badly that I just surrendered. And I just did everything that I was told to do. I went through the steps with a recovered sponsor. You know, and, and that in of itself started when someone who I respect very much, looked me in the eye and told me I could do this.
0: Rick J., we lost you. Please press star one to unmute.
6: Oh, hi, Nessa. I I got unmuted there.
7: I mean, muted, so
6: here I am um so yeah i i have to be rigorous extremely thorough and uh and completely give myself to this simple program it's it's just this this that simple i have to completely give myself to this simple program um you know and do the actions just one day at a time as the steps are laid out going through this and i do this today i did it this morning and i started my day with God, you know, reviewing my day and my meals, my abstinent meals. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow the instructions. I'm going to say, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am, instead of yes, but. Because there is a part of me I know that is a resistor. And then I start isolating, and then I start disconnecting, which leads me right into relapse. So rarely have we seen a person fail or relapse who has thoroughly followed our path. So I am here to say, if you want this, if you want to thoroughly follow our path, then you're ready to completely give yourself to this simple program. And you just simply do it. That's all there is to it. You just take the actions one day at a time Time. that I pass.
0: Thank you, Rick J. And now Maddie, followed by Pedro and if you please give me your
8: uh in the initial of your last name, it'd be great. Go ahead Maddie. I'm Maddie M from Tucson, Arizona. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Go ahead please. Thank you. Um I love this paragraph because uh first of all it um it says the word honesty three times And um, it says about being rigorously honest, having the capacity to be honest. And at the same time, it it says um, that we have to follow this simple program. Um, And I was thinking how I tend to complicate things, even something that is simple and that it's laid out. Uh, because of my perfectionism and obsessiveness. Uh, For instance, the second fourth step I wrote, instead of just following the directions in the big book, I did like a comparative analysis and study of different templates and different ways of doing it, blah, blah, blah. And it was just, you know, perfectionism, uh Procrastination, which is against my relationship with God, against surrender, against being humble, and against um, following a simple program, so uh for me, every day, when I pray and meditate, I have to hold on to that um, so that I can uh continue. On this path of recovery, uh, with all of you, thank you.
0: Thank you, Mati, uh, Pedro, followed by Vanessa and. Good morning, Pedro.
9: Good morning, everybody. My name is Pedro B. I am a compulsive over here in San Bernardino, California. Like my friend Rick says, recover but not cure. Um. I'm glad to be here. I'm grateful to be here. Um, I'm grateful for this abstinence that I have. And um the, the the word that jumped out at me today was follow. See, that's uh very important for me. Uh I need to follow the directions of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I need to follow this program to the best of my ability. Yes, definitely honesty. Yeah, uh a long time ago. My uh, my AA sponsor pointed out to me that uh, the uh, the essentials of recovery were um, self honesty, open mindedness, and willingness. And um, uh, it says somewhere in the book I don't remember where uh, that without this you're probably not going to make it. And and without this I'm I am not going to make it. If I'm not honest with myself, if I'm not open to a spiritual principles if I'm not willing to go to any length, I'm not going to make it. And uh, on page 13 of the big book says, Believe in the power of God plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility to establish and maintain the new order of things were the essentials or requirement. So uh, with that, I pass. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you, Pedro. And uh,
0: Vanessa N, followed by Lorena. Jay, I think. Good morning, Vanessa. Vanessa, um, are you there? Please press star one to unmute.
5: Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, I can. Go ahead, please.
5: Thank you so much, Vanessa. Um, Thank you, everybody, for your service and for being on the line. This is Vanessa N. calling from California. And, yeah, this paragraph and this you know, giving ourselves completely to this program, and the rigorous honesty that's required, and that like this 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 last few years, and especially this last round through the steps in this program, it has become so clear to me about the ways that i I have been dishonest with myself and others, and i I truly believe that. You know, deceiving deceiving others is rooted in the deception of ourselves. And really becoming honest with myself and being willing to be rigorously honest with others has been such a game changer. And with that, that honesty also comes the necessity to be willing to be uncomfortable because sometimes, and actually a lot of times, it is it can be pretty uncomfortable to be completely honest, to totally recognize and admit to myself and to others that I am powerless over food and a bunch of other things too, and to, to stay with that and then to recognize all of the ways that my dishonesty shows up and pray for the willingness to be completely honest with myself and to have my higher power show me the truth. And to help me share that with others, regardless of how uncomfortable that may be sometimes, sitting, walking through that discomfort and being truly honest with myself and then with others has completely changed my life. And every time I do that, that complete rigorous honesty and sharing myself with others and sharing my truth and where I have failed and where I have made mistakes. Every time I do that, it gives me, God gives me strength to continue to do that and to continue to deepen my recovery, my relationship with my higher power, my relationship with myself, my relationship with my fellows, my ability to be of service. And it is a true blessing. And it is, you know, like it says, it's it's simple, but it's not easy. And there is also that requirement of the willingness to be uncomfortable. Um, so that is all I have. Thank you so much for letting me share, and I pass.
6: Thank
0: you, Vanessa. Next up, Loretta H., uh, followed by Karen Kay. Good morning, Loretta.
10: Good morning, Nessa, and thank you so much for your service and everyone who's on this line who saves my life every morning. This is Loretta H. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I Definitely am a compulsive overeater. And, of course, honesty. That, I never knew how to be honest. Um, And the first thing I never knew how to be honest with was food. Um, And with God's grace, today that's that and the spirituality. Because step one principle is honesty. So if I can't be honest, I am a compulsive overreader, and I know that like, my it's my life, and I'm grateful for it today. But I also have to practice honesty then into all the other affairs in my life, and that's practicing the principles and all our affairs. I can't get to step 12 until I have step one in my heart. And for me, step one is about my food plan. I know that sounds really crazy because when I first came into the rooms I didn't have a god. So the only person I could be honest with was my sponsor. And so I had to be honest about my food and and rigorously honest if she told me to do something, I would jump, you know, to the moon. And um So my food plan, as somebody else shared, in the morning, part of my prayer and meditation is to review my food plan and to make sure that that I have some order in my life. And with that, then I proceed with, uh, of course, I wake up and surrender. That's seriously understanding real recovery entails not debating every reason. I can't debate anything anymore. You know, I have to turn my will, which is my thinking, and my life, which are my actions, over to God. And it says that developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty, and that's what these steps are about, 10 steps, 11 steps at night. They give me the capacity to be honest, but I also have to do the work in the process. Um, like everybody says, this is a very simple program, and, but it's not easy. It's a lot of work, but my yesterday's shower does not clean me today. So with the work, with helping others, trusting God, and cleaning my own house, I get to live happy in this world. We must be entirely honest with somebody if we expect to live Hi. Happily in this world. And with that, I pass. Thank you for making me happy
0: today. Thank you, Loretta. Uh, Karen K, it's your turn, followed by Larry K. Good morning. Hi, um, my name is Karen. Hello. Good morning. Hi. I'm Karen
11: I'm a recovered compulsive eater from Syracuse, New York, and my credits don't transfer. Before I even go, and on page 58, it says how it works. And I better well have done a good step one, two, and three, and a searching and for fearless four, um, because it's getting me ready to do step five, and the promises of step five are on page 75. And um, it says rarely. So that means most of the time, if I follow these suggestions, that I will have peace, I will have recovery, it's no longer about the food. When I was in the food and when my first maybe month, maybe in OA, it was all about the meal plan. It was all about the food. And the food is a symptom. There's probably in my, you know, crazy brain, and that's probably why my hair is curly, you know, like 50 things happen before the food. The food is the last thing to have happen. So I, I really look at this as my spiritual and emotional well-being and, and how honest am I being with myself or am I co-signing my own bullshit or expecting someone else to. Um, honesty is in knowing that where am I taking my God, you know, and my guardian angel, what, what places am I going? You know, what, what step am I on? Am I really, did it? was I really thorough in steps one, two, three, and four? Uh, am I capable of being honest? You know, it's it's sobriety to me is about my behavior, how I treat myself, how I treat other people around me. Some days are better than others. Um, and, you know, I was really concerned the past two days um, that the exercise bulimia was starting to kick in, at least the thinking was. And at least I was able, you know, to call a fellow and call my sponsor and say, look, at the XYZ is going on, and I want to go for a second walk. And for the grace of God, I, I'm not doing that. And that's only God's grace. How it works is only God's grace. Um, there's honesty through this whole book, and, and it says the chances are less than average, for those two who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders. So all, all I have to be is to thy own self be true. I don't know if it's on this program, ship, but I know my other program, you know, to thy own self be true. That's what this program is about for me. It's not about the food. It's not about if I had a ho-ho or not, which I don't. It's about being free and being at peace. My God did not promise me happiness. My God promised me peace. And with that, i and thank you for being here.
0: Hi. Um, thank you, Karen. I apologize for my dog barking in the background. Um, Larry Kay, you are next, and then we'll take some more names. Hello, Larry.
7: Hello, Nessa. Thanks so much. You know, I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. That's a mental disorder. I was diagnosed when I was 19. So if you have a, uh, a mental disorder, well, welcome to the club. You're welcome here. They welcome me here. You know, for the moment, there's no way to predict who's going to be transformed by these steps. And, you know, oftentimes uh, the people who become most passionate disciples of the program, you know, um, are, are, are those the, the least, you know, that you'd expect, you'd least expect to recover. <laughs> you know, I know this guy, um, uh, he always, he, he, he told me, he said, I thought I was too smart for OA, Larry. And he, he's a, a classical musician. He's he's kind of a math and, and, and statistics geek. Um, and he was the biggest agnostic you ever met. But as he told me, he said, Look, I wrecked my life with food. There are people on this line that have wrecked their lives with food. I was one of those people. I'm not wrecking my life with food today. You know, um,. AA's methodology, you know, you know we, we read how it works. Okay, it's the 12 steps. That, that is the program of action. Why does it work? I, I, don't, I don't have a clue. As a methodology which does require surrender to, to a vaguely defined uh, higher power of your own understanding, um, you know, th- this uh, scientists have only begun to explore uh, why it works. We have no clue why it works. What we do know, however, what we do know is that despite all we've learned about things like psychology and neurology and human behavior, you know what? Contemporary medicine has yet to come up with anything that works better. You know, I've worked as a psychologist. I have yet to, not only in my own life, but in, lives, in the lives of others, I have yet to see anything else that comes close to the effectiveness of the 12 steps. It's something experiential. You have to experience it yourself. I do know this. If someone says they don't want to do the 12 steps, I know if they're a true alcoholic, they're not going to get better. They're just not. Yet for me, there's no doubt that when the program of spiritual action works, it can be transformative. It can be utterly transformative and who knows what aspects of the program deserves most of the credit. You know, I don't know. Is it the act of surrendering to a higher power? The the making of amends to people, uh, you know, that, that a compulsive reader is wronged, the simple admission that you have a problem. Here's my truth. I, I don't have a damn idea. I have no idea. But as for the steps themselves, I know in my own life that they work. I need to separate the program of action found in the 12 steps from all the other ancillary stuff it's all good stuff the tools the handrails that support you all the other stuff is wonderful but it is the 12 steps that produced that effectuated a transformation a spiritual transformation in my life in my in my life and you know um i'll wrap up by saying this it says in the aa 12 and 12 we are certain that our intelligence backed by willpower can rightly control our inner lives and guide us to success in the world we live in. That wasn't true for me. That isn't true for me today. I need to access power through the 12 steps. Grateful for this program. With that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Larry. And uh, we are sharing on uh, page 58, New chapter, first paragraph. that starts with "rarely have we seen a person fail." And if you shared Wednesday or Thursday, we kindly ask that uh, you let others have a turn today. So, who would like to share?
12: Ken Wa. Sandy S. Jan, I
0: don't know if you heard me.
5: Did you hear me you? At you?
0: Okay, everybody's G. coming Everybody's coming in at the same time. Let me tell you who I have. I think Tenzin P, Sandy S, Rush G. That's all I got. Brandy M. Ra- Ramona A.
4: Linda D.
13: Lane C.
14: It.
13: Okay, let's go
0: with that group. I'll tell you who I have. Tenzin P, Sandy S, Rush Wash G um, Ken da, Ken W. H, Brandy or Randy M, Ramona A, Linda D. and Lynn C. I don't know if we'll have time for all of you, but uh, we'll give it a try. So Pen uh, then um, if you did put in your name, do you want to get going? And then Sandy S. Maybe I misheard and didn't can you hear me, name? Carmen B? Okay. Oh, okay. Who's I was there? not unmuted somehow. Here I am. Oh. Fenton, go ahead. We can't hear you. Uh, It keeps muting. I'm not sure why. I'll try once more. Uh, We can hear you now. Okay. Uh, So how beautiful to be at the beginning of the chapter, how it works. Um, I appreciated the way uh, a few of the shares have talked about how honesty is talked about over and over and over in this paragraph. And, um, as I think about the work through the twelve steps that I have done and is talked about in this book, honesty underlies every single step, right from when I am challenged by my sponsor to make a list and think about so, you know, what are my foods that that are addictive foods? And and then even trying to go deeply as we've just uh, done in the last, in the last uh, chapter, um, we agnostics, to go deeply. How can I begin to work with some conception of God as I understand God? And then from here on, every step underlined by honesty. So um, I think of this paragraph as having a lot of promise, that um, constitutionally, Just the way it talked about in the last chapter, that um, underpinning, uh, that we have a sense of connection with God, whether we know it or not, it's there underneath. And then we're uncovering the clouds that are in the way of some connection. So I think about the connection with honesty in the same way, that underpinning, All that I've done in my addiction and um, all that's been in the way, there is a sense of honesty. But for me, it's grown in the course of working the steps. And there's a lot of ways that I may have lied to myself early on that was just the best I could do. But it's a process. And without beating myself up with compassion but the strong intention to keep going through the steps, not alone, but with guidance. I learn to be more and more honest with myself and with others so that I can give service and be in this world. So that's what I want to share today. Thank you all for being here. It's wonderful to hear everyone. And I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Tenzin. And next up, um, Sandy S., followed by Rajji. Good morning, Sandy.
12: Hi, this is Sandy S. from Asheville, North Carolina. I love the idea of honesty. And one thing that I really find it difficult to, there's a lot of shame for me about the grave emotional disorder. And I am a psychologist, and I did diagnose myself with a mental disorder And in the last year, I got a new diagnosis, which is actually more appropriate. And there's so much shame attached to it. Um, It's called soft bipolar disorder. My mother had severe bipolar disorder. I have no shame about compulsive overeating because I've been recovered from that. But I'm not, I can't say I'm recovered from the grave emotional disorder. I can say I am recovering. And the big dishonesty is not acknowledging how much healing I've had from this grave emotional disorder. This is the biggest shame in my life, that I am so powerless over my emotions. Not only my emotions, but the physiological reaction I have to things. I'll just give one example. I was at a doctor's office, and they told me they were missing a scan that I needed, And um, then they took my blood pressure. It was sky high the day before it had been normal. I was telling myself, this scan's not important. It's really not important, Sandy. But my body was reacting. You know, just like people talk about the allergy to food, I have an allergy like to fear. Like I blow it up, my body blows it up out of proportion. And that's what I'm truly powerless over. I mean, as well as the food. There are many things I'm powerless over. The other big dishonesty is not acknowledging my strengths. I mean, it, it is total insanity that even though I've been very successful in life in many ways, I always feel, well, I can't do the next thing, you know? And I really need my higher power to take that away that lack of trust in myself, and with that, I pass.
0: Thank you, Sandy. S. Roz G. is your turn, and after that, it will be Ken W.H. Go ahead, Roz. Good morning. Um, My name is Roz G., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Palmdale, California, and I, too, um, I've been hearing um, the shares all about honesty this morning, and um, I heard somebody say um, at a meeting yesterday that before the 12 steps, I was a
12: victim. And then when I did step four, I
0: met myself. And for me, I was a victim also. And before I did a thorough step six, I didn't really know who I was. I was always a victim.
12: And this last, over the last year, I've been around the program for about, well, a long time. But this last year, I uh, went through the steps again with a sponsor and, of
0: course, and I I was never so honest. I, I, my honesty just keeps deepening every time I go through the steps. And I really met myself this over the over the last year. I'll probably meet more of myself again as I continue to deepen and be thorough about uh my life, about about my days. And at night, especially when I'm doing my um uh review, I used to I used to always answer no. Were you resentful? No, I wasn't resentful. I was not clear as to what made me resentful? Every day I can be resentful at something. If somebody doesn't do something my way or if I'm annoyed at somebody, the way somebody acts, any little thing can annoy me and I can be resentful. So just about every night when I answer that question, the answer is yes. But the, but the, the good thing is is that I don't have to react to it. I don't have to be a, be a victim to it. I can simply remember that they're not following my script. And that I want to be the director of the show, and that um, if if they aren't doing it my way, I get resentful that's that's really honest honesty, and it's clarity and so every single day, the more um, honest I am, the more I recover, and I don't have to act on those on those impulses or you know the fact that i'm or I'm angry at somebody. I simply need to acknowledge it and understand what my feelings are. And the more I abstain from the foods, the more honest I am about it. In fact, just yesterday I told somebody I have to give something else up because of what's doing to me. So I used to be afraid to do that, but when I know that I, I'm around people that I can trust and that that they understand me, I can tell them the time. truth. Thank you, and the truth sets me free, and I pass. Thank you, Ross. Ken WH, uh, your up, followed by Brandy S. Good morning, Ken.
14: Thank you, Nessa. This is Ken WH in Cary, North Carolina. Uh, glad to be here this morning. Um, I spent a lot of years in another program, and virtually every meeting I ever went to, they read this first portion of the Uh, Chapter 5, how it works all the way through that God could and would if he were sought. And that's what I thought was the start. Um, Never quite realizing that there was a third of the book that I overlooked, which precedes Chapter 5. And in fact, the next page or so tells me that I'm only just at Step 3 when I get to this <laughs> to this chapter. So I've been through f- four chapters and the doctor's opinion really before I even get to step 3 which is where how it works falls and um I missed a lot. I thought I had it all figured out from the other program. I Honesty? Oh, yeah, I could lie to anybody, really, honestly. <laughs> um, it was it was sad to watch because I was still not be, able to be honest with myself. Sure, I kept the plug in the jug, but I could not keep the plug in the food jug, so to speak. And uh, it wasn't until last June, on June 26th, when you started this thing all over again, uh, this big book, and it's now been 230 weekdays in a row (laughs) that I have been at this meeting and finally uh, experienced the first four plus the preface uh, in this book in my heart, and I know what it means today, to be honest. And for that, I'm uh, incredibly grateful and grateful that we are just approaching step three, uh, well... The transition is amazing. I'm, I'm starting to lose it here, so I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Ken. Uh, Brandy S., you're next, followed by Ramona A. Good morning, Good Brandy.
2: morning.
15: It's Brent. Good morning. It's Brandy M., Recovered Compulsive Reader in Alberta, okay. Canada. That's okay. It's all good. Um, so nice to be with you guys today. I typically don't get on this meeting live, and so it's nice to be able to share. Um and especially on this paragraph, because like the speaker before me said, you know, how many times do we read this? I think we read this over and over, and it's probably the thing that we hear the least, um, you know, or comprehend the least. At least I did for many, many years. Um, you know, it says honesty several times in this paragraph, and honesty today is the cornerstone of my program. Like, if, I do, if I'm not honest, then I am heading back to relapse. God is... All honest and you know in my disease I'm a liar and so there's very there's all sorts of dishonesty happening there and you know today I can't live like that um, otherwise I'm heading towards the disease and you know it says here rarely have we seen a person fail who's thoroughly followed our path you know if, if I'm a real compulsive overeater you know the type 3 variety where you know I have the mental um, sorry the physical allergy and the mental obsession then you know here's here's my hope like if I follow thoroughly so no half measures no you know adding things taking them away um you know complicating shit like I mean I complicated stuff for years and where did it get me back to relapse and you know our path it's no longer Brandy's path Brandy's path has to be set aside because she doesn't know you know her best path got her unmanageable relationships, 350 pounds, and just misery. And so I want a new path. And today that's, you know, God's path and, and you know, this simple program of action. And, you know, I always think of this, it's like a recovery recipe. And if I, you know, am putting something together, cooking something, we can all relate to that. You know, if we're not following the recipe precisely, it's going to flop and we're, you know, we're not going to have what we wanted. And however, if I follow the recipe exactly the way it's outlined and not add stuff or take it away or, you know, do whatever, the which I like to do, um, then then the miracles of this program are going to come true. Like we're going to get recovered and we can stay recovered one day at a time contingent on our spiritual, you know, connection. And so for me, it's like this is all about, you know, stop half measuring, get down to the simple program of action nobody said it was going to be easy it is hard especially at first but it's doable with a higher power so with that i'll pass thanks thank you
0: brandy Um, i have uh ramona linda and lynn Um, if you each take about two minutes uh i can uh, fit all of you in so uh ramona a followed by linda b go ahead ramona please Hi, this
16: is Ramona A., Recovered in Vermont, and thank you for everyone providing this meeting. Um, honesty is, is just an incredible idea to me because I thought when I came into the program in you know early 90s that I was honest and found that I wasn't. But when I went through the steps with my first sponsor, I was as honest as I knew how to be, as I was able to be. And I look back and say there were so many things. I was not honest with myself and therefore couldn't be honest. Of course, God knew, but with my sponsor. And as time went on and I've done the steps again, I was more honest. And I began to know when I wasn't being honest by how, you know, kind of sick to my stomach it made me feel. How, you know, I knew that I was hiding something, whether it was a food I needed to give up or whether it was somebody I needed to make amends to or just honest about something I had done. Um, and so to feel <laughs> to have peace again, I would take care of it. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm going through the steps again. I wanted to at a deeper level and to be more honest about my relationship with my higher power to say I'm not trusting that higher power the way I really want to. You know, it's so easy to get complacent after years and years in this program, and to to feel that um, well, just to feel all is well. Uh, but the disease is, is progressive, and underneath it continues to be progressive, even though, you know, I'm not giving into it. I'm i absolutely I'm recovered. But I want it to be at a deeper level. I know at times I don't trust my higher power to do my life and, and I take over with my self will and it doesn't work. And so this it's a continuing thank you. It's a continuing process of becoming more honest. And with that I pass.
0: Thank you, Ramona. Next up Linda D, followed by Lynn C. Go ahead, Linda.
4: Good morning, everybody. It's Linda D. in Connecticut. Um, I'm going to say something bold, and it will happen for everybody. um, Because it's happened for me, and when I came in, I could have cared less about God or any of that stuff. I just wanted to look good and all the stuff that um, an immature person looks at. Um, The thing that's bold is that I do know why this program works. And it's not because I'm extraordinary, although we all are. It's because God is. I didn't even know God was real. So this is what I know and what I have to operate out of every day. It's a whole new way of life. I have a choice. I either follow fear or I follow love. And I let love instruct me in how to live my life. It changes every day. I found that out by doing the work. There is an immense, this is my experience, there is an immense intelligence, an immense awesome power, a loving, totally loving power that runs this universe. So I have to align with it by doing the steps, which means, Linda, you woke up human. And that's good. Now surrender. And I pass.
0: Thank you, Linda D. And C. you get the last word, so please take us out.
13: Morning, this is uh, Lane C., I'm a Recovered Compulsive Reader in uh, Rochester, New York. Um, thanks everyone uh, for sharing on this meeting. I'm definitely feeling like more inspired this morning um, around honesty, and um, you know, uh, as was mentioned before by another uh, person who, who commented, um, uh, you know, when I first came into our fellowship, uh, this was one of the first readings that was read at the beginning of a of a meeting, and I remember just feeling my heart sink uh, because I I was so sick uh, with uh, compulsive overeating. That, um, that being honest with myself felt like just this huge, you know, this huge expectation and being honest with others. I had spent so much time being dishonest that it was really hard for me to even think about uh, being honest. I thought I was going to be one of those unfortunate. Um, and what happened over the course of time and over, you know, my experiences, I, I kept working the steps. And um, as I worked the steps, I kept getting more honest. Um, and, and to be real, oftentimes I think, you know, some of the relapses that I've had and some of the setbacks that I've had in this program have been those moments when I just didn't want to get honest about something. Um, and that's not to say that out of shame. Uh, I think, you know, I can have a lot of compassion for myself and for other, you know, uh, recovering and still suffering compulsive overeaters that like, I just wasn't ready yet, uh, to get honest. And, um, And, you know, to get honest about the stuff we're not supposed to say in this program, I feel like sometimes, you know, the last time that I went through the steps, I went through my fourth step and really did my best to let go of shame and say all those things that I felt like I shouldn't say, that I was afraid I'd never be sinned, that I was afraid, you know, I would never be recovered enough, all these, you know, all these different, you know, pieces just to get as honest as possible. So um, if you're someone who's here today and who's struggling uh, with, you know, getting honest with yourself, you know. If you're not, you're here amongst good uh, other folks, you're in good company, and it's just about getting more and more honest as we keep working the program, uh, so just keep working the program. Uh, so with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Perfect timing. Thank you, C, and thank you to everyone for these awesome shares. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour, following, uh, immediately following closing. The share ID for today, Friday, May 17, 2021, is 16945. And I'm going to ask Tenzin T to please read from the big book on page 1364. And we're going to follow that by the Serenity Prayers. So uh, Tenzin, please uh, read a vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggested only.